Hey, I am so happy you tuned in today. This is going to be a really good use of your phone, assuming you're listening to this episode on your digital device. Maybe you're listening to it on your desktop. Maybe you're listening to it from my blog. Either way, you're using a digital device most likely to consume this information. And I promise that this is actually going to help you spend less time on your digital device. Because today, we're going to talk about something that will improve your mood, improve your relationships, improve the way you feel about yourself, and increase your happy factor, your joy quotient. Today, you're going to learn how to avoid going down a social media rabbit hole. Before I get into those tips, I just want to address those of you who may be spending a great deal of time on social media, because frankly, that's where you build your business. I want you to know, in fact, I want to invite you to a five-day boot camp, if you will. It's a five-day challenge, a five-day growth challenge that you will be doing with myself and my son, Brock. Now, this is a paid challenge, but for less than 20 bucks, you're going to be taken through five very specific things you're going to do for five days straight that's going to build your social media, set your account up. We're going to clean things up. We're going to keep you accountable. We're going to show you what you need to do so that you're not wasting so much freaking time doing the same things every day on social media. So if that's you, if you're trying to grow your social media to spread your message or to build a business, to make money online, to grow a downline, whatever it is, if you're using social media and you know you could be way more effective, you just need to know exactly what to do and you need someone to keep you accountable, well then join us, okay? You can do that right now while you're listening to this episode. You can go, the episode will keep playing, Just go to your web browser and type this in. You ready? Fivedaygrowth.com. What is it? Well, it is Brock and I teaching live. And each day we're going to cover just one very simple strategy that's going to allow you to either clean up, recreate, fix, improve, whatever we need to do to your particular account. We're going to do this in real time. It'll be live We will be coaching you on exactly the steps that you need to follow. We've designed this challenge for people who are easily overwhelmed and you just need one very specific thing each day that you're going to do. By the end of five days, you will have basically fixed, reset your account, if you will, clean things up, positioned it so you can finally grow. Because a lot of people, the reason why your social media isn't growing and you're not reaching new people is... Well, there's five different things you need to do to fix that, and we're going to help you do it, but we're just going to do it one day at a time. And in real time, we think this accountability piece is what really gets people to take action. So I'm excited to have you join us. Again, you can go to 5daygrowth.com. It's myself and my son, Brock Johnson, who's the co-host of Build Your Tribe, and we'd love to invite you. But frankly, it doesn't matter whether you're using social media for business or for personal reasons. Every one of us is spending way too much time on social media. And one of the reasons why social media is up during the pandemic and during this current social environment that we're in right now is because it is addictive. It's a rabbit hole. And it's a rabbit hole that is wasting more time than any one of us wants to spend. It is likely the reason why anxiety and depression is through the roof right now. Studies show that U.S. residents have flocked to social media during the pandemic. And not just the adults, our kids have flocked there too. I mean, think about it. We've 
told parents, listen, you got to go home. You need to work from home. You need to connect to a digital device. You need to connect to your technology. And P.S., your kids need to connect to their technology, too. And the one thing that's doing is disconnecting all of us from each other. But think about it. We've sent our kids to be online and we're online. And it's no wonder that because we're online, the place where we decide to take a break from work is online. We're literally taking a break from our work online and going online to take a break. It's crazy. So today I want to help you identify those things that lead us down a rabbit hole because a rabbit hole is about the, well, you know what a rabbit hole is. It's when you set out to do one thing on maybe Instagram or Pinterest. And the next thing you know, one minute has turned into four hours or 40 minutes, whatever it is. It's turned into a use of your time that you did not plan or intend. That's what I call overuse of technology, overuse of social media. And it has been proven that overuse of social media materially alters the structure of your prefrontal cortex. Now, I talk about the prefrontal cortex all the time because that is the area of your brain where we make decisions. It's where we plan. It's where we prioritize. It is where we decide what our future is going to look like. So if you want to be in control of your brain, if it's you who wants to think clearly, to plan, and to do a great job of prioritizing those things that matter so that you're living your life by design, not hijacked by your device, these are very important rules, guidelines, if you will, to establish. It's like a fence around the rabbit hole so you can avoid falling down it. Number one, you've got to plan a better escape because let's face it, that's what social media often is. I mean, Frankly, there are things I need to do every day on social media to connect with people. I will be teaching, as I said, with my son Brock, a five-day challenge. During that time, that will be very intentional use of social media. I have to use social media every day. I shouldn't say every day. Most days I need to use social media because that's how I build my business. It's how I help people. It's how I connect. But it's also how I escape. Like today, for example, I have a list. I have my push goal planner in front of me. I have a list of everything I need to do. And as I sat down to eat that frog, start with the biggest, ugliest thing that I needed to do today, I began arranging all of the pieces, all the things that I needed to have in place in order to start that project. That took me about 20, 30 minutes. And then my brain said, ugh, this is a big frog I have to eat. Maybe I should just go see what's going on on Instagram. And I did. I logged in on Instagram without an intention, just to escape just to give my brain a break. It was almost like a little like, oh, this is going to be boring. This is going to be annoying. This is going to be just hard. So how about I just take a little fun escape into Instagram? And I did that. And I spent 45 minutes because one thing led to another thing, led to another thing. And I ended up on people's pages who I didn't know. And then I was back on the Explore page. And then I'm watching roller skating tutorials and and like all of these things, which are really fun, but they're just simply an escape. They're just an escape. In the moment that I decided to open Instagram, I knew in that moment I was doing it for a little break to escape. I knew that. Luckily for me, I spent about 20 minutes, 30 minutes probably, probably close to 30 minutes just, you know, putzing around on Instagram. And then I got a Slack notification that was a question about that particular project. And luckily that pulled me up and out of 
the rabbit hole. But I got to tell you, if I hadn't received that notification, almost like a reminder, like, hey, is this what you should be working on? I mean, that's what wasn't the reminder. But in my mind, I had to ask myself that question, like, is this what you should be doing? Because it wasn't. It was just kind of a fun little escape that was going to cost me in my productivity if I hadn't received that notification. So it's okay to plan an escape, but I need to do, we need to do a better job of planning escapes that are more productive, finding interesting activities. Like what I should have done for that 20 or 30 minutes is gone for a freaking walk. That would have been something more interesting, more useful, more intentional, and healthier. Next, you need to set a goal. What is the objective you have when you go online? I'm not kidding. When you open up any social media app, you need to ask yourself, what's my goal? Okay, so let's talk about some potential goals. For me, my goal is always to connect with new people, people who I haven't had a conversation with yet, to connect with my existing lifers, It isn't necessarily to look and see what everyone else is doing. Let's talk about different types of goals or objectives that you might have when you open up your preferred social media app. Okay, so number one might be to just check in and see what your friends are up to. Number two is to check in and see what your family's up to. Number three is to hold conversations. Like some of you use your DMs like text messaging. Other reasons why you might be opening up an app is to connect with and find new customers, new people to network with. It might be for inspiration. It might be for motivation. You might be going on social media to learn something, to research, to be inspired. Those are all perfectly respectable objectives. Like to go on social media for any one of those reasons is a great reason. The problem is when we open up the app and then we forget what our objective was, right? So you open up your app and your objective is to connect with people in your DMs. Like, for example, that was my objective or that is my objective today. I have it scheduled though. I have it scheduled between 6 and 7 p.m. that I'm going to spend that time responding to direct messages. And that's how I connect with you. Thank you very much for always like letting me know what you think about the show because I spend that time going through my DMs. Now, if I spent that hour Instead of focusing on my objective, I just opened up the explore page and I let whatever grabbed my attention and yank me down a rabbit hole. Well, then I wouldn't feel good about the time I was spending on that app. I wouldn't be meeting my objective. I wouldn't be connecting with you. I'd be wasting time. And then I'd be annoyed with my family because they were like, why are you on your phone? And I feel like I have to get be on my phone because I haven't done the thing that I've set out to do. So pay attention, set an objective before you open the app, like literally get in the habit of saying, what is it I need to do and why am I doing this? That way you can stop yourself when you catch yourself falling down the rabbit hole. Okay, before I get to my next tip, I just remembered something that I do that is a wonderful distraction, like a healthy distraction, and it relates to my skin. So I use this little handheld tool. It's called a Rejuvederm MD. Have you ever had microdermabrasion? If you have, you know what I'm talking about. When you have microdermabrasion, you feel like you have brand new skin. It's like a baby skin. It's like, and you usually have to go into a medical doctor's office. You have to go to an esthetician and they use this like machine that like, it kind of like has a tube on the end of it and it sucks your skin into, it doesn't suck your skin, but it's almost like a little vacuum, but it also exfoliates your skin. Well, 
My friends at Trophy Skin make this little handheld device that I freaking love. It's called a Rejuvederm MD. And you guys have been asking about my skincare. I want to mention this to you because to do microdermabrasion is usually going to cost you like anywhere from 100 to 300 bucks. But this little device, you can give yourself as many treatments as you like. It retails for under $200. But on top of that, they're going to give you 40% off. So that's a serious savings by making that small investment. And here's how I use it. Because it's portable, you know, you can throw it in your purse or you could keep it in your bathroom or wherever. But guess where I keep mine? True story, in the kitchen. Because I've got really good lighting in my kitchen. And whenever I catch myself in my kitchen, because I'm going to do some like mindless eating or waste time on social media, I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Oh, I know. I wanted an escape. So why don't I just give myself that escape, but do something that actually is healthy, something that makes my skin look younger. So it's this little lightweight, portable, handheld exfoliant. And it's same thing. It's kind of like a little vacuum. So you just kind of, you like circle it around on your skin. And it's got a little bit of suction to it and it kind of exfoliates away dead skin and it resurfaces your skin. It gives you just this glowing, beautiful skin in minutes. It buffs away fine lines and wrinkles. You can reduce the appearance of age spots and sun damage. And it just makes your makeup go on so much easier. So why not save yourself hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars compared to what you would spend at a spa on microdermabrasion? And pick yourself up one of these Rejuvederm MDs. Again, just go to trophyskin.com. And when you check out the Rejuvederm MD, be sure to enter the code Shaleen for your 40% off. All right, on to my next tip. You need to set a time limit. All right. It's so easy to lose track of time. Perfect example. I was going through my DMs as scheduled yesterday and I have specific rules for myself. So when you guys send me links, you might have a video that you might want me to watch or you there's somebody else's post or story that you're like, oh, Shaleen, I think you'd love this. It reminded me of you, etc. If you've ever done that, you know, I usually respond and say, thank you so much for sending me this. Unfortunately, I can't view links. And you might think, hmm, I wonder why she can't view links. Well, she can't view links because she set a rule for herself that I'm not going to review links. And I appreciate that you find those kinds of things and you're thinking of me when you send them to me. But if I were to look at every one of those, dude, I would get nothing accomplished because they take me on a rabbit hole. And unfortunately, yesterday, a Terry Shorter sent me a DM and he was like, Shaleen, check out this roller skating video. We could do this. I'm going to challenge you to learn this routine. And I'm like, oh, dang it. So then, of course, I went and watched this YouTube video of these people doing this roller skating dance. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. But I was in like Flynn. Like I couldn't stop watching. And then not only did I just watch that video, I watched like five other like roller skating dance videos after that. And then I responded back to Terry and I'm like, okay, yeah. And here's another one that we need to learn. Now, meanwhile, Terry and I are probably never going to learn those roller skating. Like he doesn't have time for that. And I don't have time for that either. But we also like to both pretend that we're 27 years old and like this is a really good use of our time. And maybe it is. But my point is I broke my own rule and I looked at a link. (laughs) I looked at somebody else's content. I set a limit on the amount of time that I spend when I open up any app. I think about what's my objective, like what is it that I'm doing, and how much time will this take, and what's realistic. Now, I say that because it changes. And I could share with you my time limits, but I don't think that that it would be useful for you 
because my business and what I have to do online is very different. Like that's where I answer a lot of questions. For example, when we are opening up the Marketing Impact Academy, which by the way, we're going to do in, I think, let's see, it's about a month, about a month from the time you're listening to this, we're going to open up enrollment again for new students. And when I do that, I spend probably four times the amount of time on social media, but just in my DMs, because that's when I get bombarded with questions. And I just feel like if somebody is interested in making that type of investment in their future, in their ability to make money online, I want to make sure that their questions are answered and that they know if, in fact, it's the right fit for them, because for some people, it's not the right fit. But that becomes my full-time job for about a two-week period. Like, literally, my full-time job is answering questions. So the time that I spend varies, but I schedule it. It goes in my push journal. So if you've ever seen videos where I show you how I use my push journal, I literally schedule the time that I'm going to go on and respond to messages. And that's really what I do. I've got to set a time limit. Now, if I want to also look at other people's content, which I do, then I pad that with additional time. So there's about 10 other individuals at the moment who I try to check in on their content because they're either good friends or I love the way their stories make me feel. Just the right amount of activism mixed with positivity, mixed with feel good family stuff or faith or whatever it is. Like there's about 10 people who I, you know, and it's on a rotation, but how many people do I follow? I think a thousand. I can't get through more than 10 people's stories. It's just not enough time in the day. So pick a couple of people whose accounts I like to watch. Some of them are brands. Some of them are personal friends. Some of them are just individuals. And then the rest of the time is spent with very specific intentions, which was, you know, the tip that I gave you just before this one. But the objective determines how much time I need to set aside for it. My next tip for you is to ask yourself in regular intervals this question, is this the best use of my time? Anytime you catch yourself heading down a rabbit hole, ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? This example is very time specific. So at the moment that I'm recording this, which is July 2020, there are so many online arguments and debates. You could spend your whole day and feel as though you are watching reality TV unfolding in front of you. Whether it's wearing masks, Black Lives Matter, anti-racism, vaccinations, shutdowns, politics, you name it. I've never in my life seen a time when everyone was offended by something, by everything. Tensions are high. Nerves are frayed. Finances are tight. People are worried about their safety, their civil liberties, their life. I mean, even if you do consider yourself an activist, if this is something that you've decided to devote your life to, pick a topic. Even if that is the case, you too can get very caught up in the minutiae, in the fighting, and forget what is important and how do we move the message forward? Like, how do we make real change? You know, pick a topic. If there's a way that you want to make real change, one way that won't happen is by reading these petty arguments back and forth with people. Like, that's not changing anything. All that's doing is wasting your precious energy, which should be better used to move the issue forward, to make some real change. 
And I know this and I can say this because I've had to have this conversation with myself. Yes, I do talk to myself because I was doing exactly that, wasting time, depleting my energy. I was spending time looking at things that were not the best use of my time. Like I got caught up in the arguments and the battles and the back and forth of cancel culture and oh my gosh, how is this person going to respond? And what are they going to say back? And I wonder who liked this. And just the equivalent of gossip. It's the equivalent of watching bad reality TV, a guilty, unhealthy distraction. It was Satan's work. If I'm entertaining myself by reading comments that I know are hurting people, it doesn't matter whether you're the person leaving the hurtful comment or the person reading the hurtful comment, it hurts both people. And so by reading those things and spending so much time reading these comments and going back and forth and back and forth, the only thing I was doing was hurting myself. It was really starting to weigh on my heart, weigh on my head, weigh on my conscience. And I could feel it depleting my energy. I didn't feel like myself. But I also found myself kind of addicted to that cycle, like logging back into the same accounts to see what people were going to say the next day. And, And I had to stop that cycle. And to break that, I had to keep asking myself, is this the best use of my time? Am I really educating myself right now? No, I am not. I'm entertaining myself at the detriment or at the cost of others. One way you know that you're doing this is you don't feel good. Like it really starts to affect your anxiety, your happiness, your mood. It's a pit in your stomach. It's the feeling a child has when That child knows there's nothing they can do and both parents are fighting. It's this feeling that the shoe is going to drop at any moment. You're walking on pins and needles. You're walking on eggshells. And you're carrying that with you into your sleep. And I know I was doing this. And I know sometimes it happened by chance. Like I would go to log into a friend's account or check in on their last post and leave a comment and then just realize that all these crazy things were happening and... Quite by accident, I would end up in the middle of this debate of which I was not a part of, but I was eavesdropping on it. I was like looking for it and realizing that it was actually very harmful for me and it was harmful for other people. And I was giving that negativity more energy. Forget about what side you're on in any debate. Anytime you're looking at these debates and you're not a part of it, you're just witnessing them, you're giving negativity more energy. The irony of this moment in time, this moment when so many people have had their schedules disrupted, where you're home, you know, due to the pandemic or for whatever other reason, the irony is we have more freedom and that freedom, unfortunately, creates a problem for a lot of people because without the structure we lose our freedoms, right? So our time, if you want to have more free time, you've got to be more intentional with the time that you do have. I mean, how often do you feel like there's just not enough hours in the day, right? And maybe before all of this change happened, before when you were working at home and your kids were going to school and every single minute of the day was scheduled and you thought, gosh, if I could just be at home all day, every day, and if I would just get so much done, But has that proven to be true for you? Instead, what happens for most people is that time goes by so fast because we aren't intentional with our time and suddenly it's dinner. We haven't made a dent in our to-do list. We have so many things that compete for our time, like 
social media and work and homeschooling your children, your family, your relationships, returning text messages, your sleep, shopping, cooking, cleaning, eating, exercising, all of these things, the list goes on and on. Now, more than ever, we have to learn the importance of managing our time, learning to be intentional with our time. Time is in short supply, and if you want more of it, you've got to be more intentional. Focus on the things that matter. Ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now the best use of my time? Being intentional with your time is going to impact your life and your relationships in so many ways. Be intentional with your time in social media. Be intentional with the way that you align your priorities, who you spend your time with, and where you give your focus. Make sure that where you give your focus actually aligns with your own values. Because it's only when we live in alignment with our values and our principles that we're able to truly be authentic. And that's why we feel good. Like you are going to feel your best when those things are in alignment. And that means being very intentional with the way you spend your time. Hey, I just want to commend you. I want to pat you on the back and tell you, you did a great job of using your time today. I can't think of a more profound thing for you to do than to focus on personal development. Like the time that you spent listening to this and the changes that you're going to make are going to impact your life in a very positive way. By listening to personal development, whether that's an audiobook or a podcast with a topic that allows you to be a better person, that's going to help you to create a better life. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.